This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBS Sports, kind enough to join us on the show again. Will, good morning. First thing, you, your family, how's everyone holding up right now? Are we healthy? Are we safe? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks. Uh, good morning to you, too. Thanks for checking on me. Um, I mean, you're a little stir-crazy. You know, I mean, we're, um, you know, I mean, we live in, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, so it's like we've got, you know, we're, we we have the benefits of a city without having the uh, sprawl and, like, tightness of a city, like a Miami or a New York and, you know, wherever else. So, I mean, that's kind of nice, you know, backyard and all that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and look, it's, it's, you know, sort of, dra- it's, you know, I'm usually kind of quarantined anyway with work for March and April. Um, and so I think I'm handling it well. My wife and child, not quite as much. Uh, and, and as far as the city of Raleigh, like, uh, you know, stores, that kind of deal, people still able to get everything they need and all that? Yeah, everything's open. Wake County is really interesting. I mean, it's like the second biggest county in the state. And I mean, knock on, knock on wood, you know, we have a couple hundred cases here, but uh, no deaths yet, which is really you know, good for a, a, you know, a metropolitan area. And, um, yeah, I mean, all, you know, all the stores, uh, all the, you know, the essential stuff is open, the grocery stores, uh, you know, you, the liquor store, everything you need to get. So let's talk a little bit about the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. And not that you're any type of Miami Dolphins historian or anything like that, but I'll pose the question to you that we were talking about on our show yesterday. I, I mean, look, I'm 39 years old, so I've been watching a lot of Dolphins football, okay? And I, although I miss the, the best years, uh, I would say yeah. that this draft, Will, is the most interesting slash exciting draft in the history of the Miami Dolphins organization. What would you make of that statement? I think that's fair. I'm, uh, I think I'm 30, I'll be 39 in June. I, well, at one point in time, in the last five years, I, I forgot how old I was for like six months. I thought I was a year <laughs> older than I really was. We've so, all been there. So I got like six months. I got like six free months of life, which is which is a bonus. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think it's a, a very, it's a perfectly fine statement. I mean, first of all, you know there are uh, multiple quarterbacks in play for the Dolphins. I know that uh, there's been a lot of Burrow chatter, but let's let's get real. The, the Bengals aren't trading that pick. Um, you know, Tua is there. Justin Herbert, Jordan Love could be a guy that they take with one of the secondary picks. Three first-round picks. I mean, that's nearly 10% of the first round. Uh, it, it's happening at a time when, 
you know, there's there's no other sports going on, so it's not like the Heat are making a title run or anything like that. I mean, I know that wasn't happening, but you know, you get the point. You know, the the Marlins aren't gearing up for a great season. Not that that was happening either. I mean, it is all Dolphins draft right now because of what's going on in the world. And you know, I think the the way that Miami played last year in a season everybody thought was going to be a tank season, and to to do what they did to to finish strong, to play hard under Coach Flores. Um, and to acquire, you know, those two extra first-round picks, I, I think there's probably as much optimism in Miami as there has been in a long time, but also probably a bunch of uh, trepidation because, you know, the, Tua is the guy that they were trying to tank for, and now he might be available at five, but nobody knows what the deal is with his hip. Um, it does feel to me, and I'd be curious y'all's thoughts, but it does feel to me as if the Miami Dolphins are, are aggressively letting the, the media in Miami know that, that they don't like Tua or trying to let everybody know that they don't like Tua. It feels like a bit like a Dow Dolph protest too much situation to me personally. Um, but, uh, you know, you know they, they had that going on, and Herbert, you know, has all the physical skill set, but you watch it, some of his tape, you're like, man, I, I just don't know. And so I think that it, that combination, it's like a nervous, exciting time, and uh, it, it is hard not to look at a, a year when you have three first-round picks and not realize what a huge turning point it could be for the organization. If you hit on those three guys, I mean, it, it is all of a sudden you have really created a base for, for the future in terms of having good young talent on your team and, and making a push forward for the playoffs and, and maybe beyond. Well, and I'll jump off what you just said there as far as all the smoke and chatter that's out there right now about Justin Herbert. It's a lot of national folks, a lot of outlets that are coming out and saying that the, the what they're hearing about Herbert from Miami is real. But the point that I would make here, Will, is, man, like the Dolphins, everything they've done over the last year has led to right now, okay? This is a very important mm-hmm. moment in the franchise. And now that we're finally here, the Dolphins are just leaking to everyone that's willing to listen that they love Justin Herbert. I just, I find it hard to believe that there are that many loose lips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and let's think about it like this too. You know what else we heard? Um, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not questioning the reporting. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, on right. Monday, Peter King, Peter King wrote, yeah, like I mean, like I like I know like Adam Beasley, uh, the Miami Herald, who's one of my really good friends had Tua as, like, the fourth quarterback on the Dolphins list. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't hear that or wasn't told that. I'm just saying, like, you know, if, like, okay, so Monday you see, like, Peter King writes that uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots love Justin Herbert. They might consider trading up for him. You know where Brian Flores is from? You know where, like, you know, I mean, like, like this, this is draft season. It is lying season. People are trying to artificially inflate or deflate the value of prospects by utilizing the media to leak stuff out. This is, I mean, this is like, if you read something right now about a prospect that comes from a team, it's a lie. Like, if you're reading it in public, it's a lie most of the time. I mean, there there are plenty of guys who do the analysis that know what they're talking about, that are talking to people. But, like, if you're reading something that's out there printed, it's probably because the team wants it to be printed. And that's sort of what I feel about with the Dolphins is, like, you're telling me you spent 18 months digging into Tua like crazy. Yeah. Um, you, you accidentally couldn't lose enough games to get the number one pick, but then Joe Burrow had this incredible season and is going to let Tua fall to you either at two if you trade up or maybe even to five, and, and you just don't want him because of a, a hip injury. I know, that, I, I know the medicals are scary. I know you can't get your hands on him. Um, 
I think there are other reasons why you could question, you know, whether you want to as well. Like, you know, I mean, if, you know, if like in terms of quarterbacking, I think you can see it like he's surrounded by a lot of first round talent. And, you know, I don't think necessarily that, you know, he is a generational prospect, but I think some people believe he was. I just have a hard time believing they're just abandoning Tua and people think Tua is going to like slide to 12. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, he's always had durability issues, and you're right. It is bull bleep season in the NFL right now. You mentioned it really briefly that you didn't think that there's any chance Cincinnati trades away that number one pick. Do you think that there is anything that the Bengals could be offered by the Dolphins because they do have the draft capital in order to trade up and get Joe Burrow? So we actually had we did a CBS Sports mock draft on CBS Sports HQ like Monday from twelve to three. I did great every pick. It was horrible. Uh, but it was, it's a fun show, um, and uh, we'll, we'll do one more before the draft uh, this coming Monday. You can check it out on the CBS Sports app, free 24-7 streaming sports network. Uh, no hot takes, just sports or whatever the tagline is. Um, it, it's, a, it's, a cool, it's cool to have, and we, we keep it running during these times. Um, but we did the draft, and uh, Dave Richard, who lives down in Florida, might be listening. Hi, Dave. And, um, and Ryan Wilson orchestrated a trade where uh, Dave sent – 5, 18, 26, and 56 to the Bengals for the number one overall pick. I, I think yeah, – I mean, that's – like, I, I don't I, – in a weird way, I think both teams kind of lose. Um, you know, Wilson came away with, uh, in the first round, Jedrick Wills, Jordan Love, and Cesar Ruiz for, for the Bengals, which is a nice haul, but it, if Joe Burrow's great, it's going to feel really bad. And then if you're Miami, you know, if like Joe Burrow doesn't work out, everybody gets fired. So I think, I think that's probably the starting point for it. If I was Cincinnati, I would even want one of Miami's first-round picks next year to, to pull it off, I think, just because Joe Burrow, you know, ha, you know, played as well as he did. He's from Ohio. You know, the, the Bengals have turned down huge trade offers before. Remember, they, they, they passed on the, the, the Ricky Williams, Mike Dicka full draft uh, deal to I think that was the Achilles Smith year right I mean like they they've done this before and it was the same regime and the same guy running the team so I just think that Cincy is too stubborn and too traditional to move out of that spot and that because of that you know they would they would do it if the package was you know strong enough for Miami but what Miami would have to offer would just be outrageous I think and so to, to me it's just not feasible for a deal to happen at this point. Yeah, all three firsts and a first next year seems absolutely insane to me, plus the others that you mentioned. Do you remember who you had the Dolphins taking with those other two picks in the first round? Well, the Bengals took uh, the Bengals took them. The Bengals took the picks. In, oh, in no, no, I just mean, I mean, in the regular, because you were talking about how you had to grade all the picks. Like, who do you expect the Dolphins to take with their later picks in the first round? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think, I mean, like who I had them doing in my mock draft. I mean, I think uh, typically speaking at 18, I think you're, you're hoping one of those four offensive linemen fall, but it's probably not going to happen. You know, the, 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 the good and the bad of signing Byron Jones and having Xavier Howard is that, you sort of box yourself in on a, on a, on a position. You know, if you look at that 18 spot, I think the cornerback is a, is a really good, like there are some, there are some good second tier cornerback prospects in this particular draft behind CJ Henderson and, and Jeff Okuda who, who will, would be there at 18, but you can't really, you know, it'd be tough to take a cornerback after you spend all that on Byron Jones. You know, safety uh, is, is certainly a possibility there. I think, you know, they, they could look at a, a defensive lineman. Um, I don't think it's outrageous for them to consider a, a, you know, a wide receiver either. Like, it, I think 
you got to think about it. If you're going to take Tua or Herbert at, at five, it is paramount to me that you sub, that you use your other picks to try and you know prop up that quarterback. Like you're going to be selling this quarterback to Miami Dolphins fans who've been dying to get a guy in there since Marino. And you know if you're going to pull that off, no, I'll I'll do respect to Ryan Tannehill. And if you're going to pull that off, you know you need to you need to make sure you put the pieces around him. So I think offensive line and wide receiver would certainly be options. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they went defense. So you know the I don't know that the needs necessarily match up with where things slot out in terms of you know, who we think is going to be available at 18 and 26. But um, I, I think probably offensive line, safety, and maybe wide receivers is what I had in my latest. My, my mock's not due till to my, my next to last mock is tomorrow. So I haven't, and I haven't started it because it's, you know, due tomorrow. Um, but the, um, so I'm trying to figure out, I, I, I can't remember the last thing I had Miami take is 18 and 26. What else can we, what else can we plug for you here on the will at, uh, on, on the way out, Will? Uh, Pick Six Podcast is uh, my daily NFL podcast. You can get it on Apple Podcast, um, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever else you get podcasts. Uh, we every morning got a, a, at least one show up ready to listen. Great job, Will. Excellent work, and uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, guys, I'll be safe and uh, take care. Thanks. All right, that's Will Brinson again, CBS Sports senior NFL writer. Uh, good job at him. How about that, Amber? He did do a good job. Did you tell him that he did? In fact, it's normally excellent job coming from you. Did you tell him that he did an excellent job? I think I said excellent. No, did I not? I, I you may have. I, I I tune you out. I have you blocked. Do I have Do I have to tweet back at him now and just be like, hey, just want to make sure you heard that I I said it was an excellent job. You know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.